For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Rochelle, and this is the Bay Area Podcast here on the Bleed Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Citra Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. You can find me personally at Rochelle Radio on Twitter. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the Golden State Warriors and their next few matchups over the week. But before we do all that, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on the football field once again. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more props, odds, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football-related. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Betting Barrier Podcast. Now, before we went on break, we previewed what we were doing this week's show. Once again, talking about the Warriors and their matchups over the next couple of days. But we got to do what we always do first, which is recap how we did last week. We did well, and Golden State did not. So to go through everything, we liked Atlanta on Friday. We liked the Warriors on Sunday. We didn't really mention what the spread was going to be because we didn't know. So I can't really say if I expected them to cover or not. Memphis, I thought they would get killed. They did. And Phoenix, truth is, I I thought Phoenix was going to cover. They did not. So Golden State did cover there, but lost. But 0-4 straight up for the Warriors on the week. Uh, looking at their last eight games, they're 1-7 straight up. Is anyone surprised? And not really, because Curry's out, and he's easily the most impactful player on the team. But based on the current form and everything like that, this team stinks. There's really not much more to add. I know that they were competitive against the best team in the Western Conference and arguably the best team in the league yesterday, so props to them for keeping it close. However, that was one of those games that it felt like they were really gifted a golden opportunity. Phoenix was awful from three. They shot about 41% from the floor, and Golden State still couldn't get the job done. Jordan Poole had 38 points, and yet it really didn't matter because when it came to crunch time, Phoenix did Phoenix things. They won another crunch time game. What else is new? And they ended up picking up another win. Uh, To go through the actual box score for that game, Draymond had eight points, 10 rebounds, seven assists, three blocks, two steals. Truth is, I didn't think he played that well. Uh, yeah, he was a team low, minus 10 in the plus-minus. He was fine, whatever, a couple of really bad turnovers. Wiggins was okay, 19, uh, 19 points, 6 for 16 from the floor. I didn't think he was that great either. Uh, Kevon Looney played 15 minutes, 2 points, okay. Uh, Clay Thompson was absolutely brutal. Uh, he had 13 points, 5 for 21 from the floor, 1 for 10 from 3. We're going to go back to Clay in a second because that's kind of worth the conversation. And Jordan Poole was great, 38 points and 9 rebounds, 7 assists. He got faked out at the end where Phoenix faked a foul at half court, which caused Poole to chuck it up from half court because he was anticipating the intentional foul. And then they didn't foul, so Poole looked like an idiot because he chucked the half court shot right off the backboard 
and that ended the game. So there he goes for the bench. Iguodala came back. Uh, I believe he came back last game, but he had three points, made one three-pointer. Uh, you had Gary Payton the second, who had ten points, was okay off the bench. But without Curry, this team is just not very good. There's really not much more to add. Uh, props, though, once again, Golden State shorthanded, kept it close. But we got to go back to Klay Thompson, man, because he's been awful. And there's really no other way to hide it. Uh, you you got to just bring it up. Because I know you're going to make the argument he's still coming back from injury and we got to see what's happening. And I know that he occasionally has these huge blow-up performances where he has 37 against Atlanta and he's had a couple of big games there. He had the big game against Milwaukee. But for the most part, it has really been a mess with Clay back. And you can make an argument that Clay's role is a little bit in flux in his own mind because Jordan Poole has clearly been the second best player on this team. But Clay to go down the actual line here has been shooting roughly 40% for the last couple of games. Of course, 23.8% last night. He shot 41.8% in the month of March. Uh, it has not been pretty. And yeah, he's got to definitely pick it up because you're, they're going to need him to pick up the slack, especially with them potentially uh, being in danger of falling into the four or even the five, which is still possible. Hell, even the six is possible. But the point is Golden State was the two seed when we had a conversation uh, about a week or so ago. And then Memphis obviously passed them. That was obvious because Memphis wins a lot without Morant and the Warriors can't win without Curry. However, Dallas has officially passed Golden State in the tiebreak, which means that the Warriors are right now looking at the Nuggets in the first round. Nuggets separated by half a game with Utah for the five, but uh, Golden State is two games ahead of Denver, so Denver could potentially uh, jump them for the four, or Golden State could figure it out and pass Dallas again for the three. I don't see that happening because Golden State's been a mess. But either way, awful week for Golden State. They're going to have to pick it back up. But I don't really know what they can do because Draymond has really not played that well. He called himself out for his performance. I guess you can argue he looked better tonight than he did in previous nights. I still didn't think he looked that great. I thought he looked out of control for a decent portion of the night. Also got a bit chippy with Crowder down the stretch. But either way, to go through the last couple of games here not really much to go through because there's only two games on the actual schedule leading up to the Thursday night game against LA which will be in next week's podcast but we're going to start off with Saturday they have a home game against Utah which is a pretty big game there now Utah had a brutal choke job on national TV against the Clippers in their last game of course Utah is going to play another game before playing against Golden State but either way, the point is is that Utah's also been an absolute mess. Utah's lost five in a row. Golden State's lost four in a row. But when it comes to this actual matchup, I'm going to take Utah. At least they have Donovan Mitchell. Boyan might come back. They still have Clarkson. They still have Gobert, who I know has not been amazing this season. But Gobert defensively is still a very solid player. And Looney's not going to make him pay at all because he has an offensive talent. Golden State has won two of the first three meetings, but once again, it's a lot different when you have Curry involved. But I'm going to go with Utah here. I know they're not great on the road, and Golden State is 29-10 and 10 at home. But Mitchell, Gobert, and company, I just think are more talented. And Golden State offensively has really just been a mess. 
And when you score 95 against Memphis, you score 103 against Phoenix. You score 110 against Atlanta, which I know sounds okay because it's 110. Atlanta's a bottom five defense in the in the uh, league. You need at least 120, 115 in that game. So that was kind of underwhelming. And they gave up 123 to Washington. So defensively, they haven't been great either. Utah has not been good, but you're looking at the actual schedule. They have played some tough competition. Lost to Brooklyn, lost to Boston, lost to Charlotte, lost to Dallas, lost to the Clippers with Paul George. And they should have beaten the Clippers. They blew a 25-point lead. So I think Utah's in better form comparing the losing streaks. I'll take Utah in this one. I think they'll do enough. It'll be very close. But I think Utah will find a way to pull away late and win that game outright. I'm assuming Golden State will be favored, question mark. I'm not really sure. Game's going to be on Saturday. So it's a weird scheduling spot where Golden State had a home game on Wednesday, then is off uh, Thursday and Friday, and then come back on Saturday, which I find pretty weird. But either way, I'm going to go with Utah. I think they'll get it done. And then we're going to look at the last game we're going to cover, which is the game after. So they're playing a back-to-back on the road against Sacramento. And for this matchup, it's not a great scheduling spot, of course. But Sacramento, we know, has been... Well, bad, because, of course, Fox and Sabonis are out. I will give them props, though, because they have been competitive recently. I can't say they've won many games. They did manage to beat Houston yesterday, but they got killed by Miami, beat Orlando in overtime, beat Indiana. So they've played really the awful teams over the last week, and they won all three of those, lost to Miami. Uh, Golden State's 3-0 against Sacramento this season. All three wins have been have been by at least 12 points. Now, Sacramento is the home team, but they are 16-23 and 23 at home. So that really doesn't matter. But I think Golden State bounces back. Davion Mitchell, though, great player, especially for a young player. So he'll probably guard Jordan Poole. We'll see if he can force Jordan Poole into an off night. We'll see what happens there. But either way, I'm going to go with Golden State. They need the game a lot more. Sacramento is letting the young kids play. It's a good story. They're winning some games that don't really matter. But at the end of the day, Golden State really needs to stop the bleeding. And this will be a good spot for them to do so. So I'll take Golden State to win this game on the road. It won't be easy at the start, but I think eventually Golden State will do enough on both sides of the ball to end up winning this game probably by at least six points. I'm trying to speculate what the spread would be. And the truth is I really don't even know. Just because of how Golden State has performed recently. And Sacramento's actually won 3-4 against crappy competition, but still. I'm assuming Golden State will be favored by about, eh, 5, 5.5 maybe. I mean, we'll check the injury reports there. Of course, Fox and Sabonis should definitely not be playing in this matchup. But I'm going to assume it's going to be 5, 5.5, and and I'll take Golden State. I think they'll get the job done. Plus, I don't mind the over. I think you'll see a decent amount of points. We've seen Sacramento defensively, despite Mitchell being a great defensive player. They've really just been awful. And they play up-tempo, so does Golden State. I see points, so I like the over there. And I also like the Warriors to get the job done in that one. I also realized I forgot to mention the total in the Utah game. That one's going to be tricky. For me, I am going to lean to the under. We saw Golden State struggle defensively against Phoenix. Utah defensively has really not been that great lately. But offensively, they haven't been good either. So I'm going to dare one of these teams to break through offensively. Looney is going to, of course, do a decent job in the middle uh, patrolling the actual paint. Gobert, we know, is the best shot blocker in the league. So I think that they will force Golden State to shoot from the outside. 
And that sounds like a dangerous game because it is, but Clay's been a mess. And if you can limit Poole to some degree, I don't exactly trust supporting cast. So once again, I like Utah and the under in the Saturday game. And then I also like Golden State and the over in the Sunday game against Sacramento. But as for the actual Warriors, they are kind of just... Uh, I can't even say treading water because they're slowly sinking, but they are trying to just hang on and enter the playoffs on some positive note before Curry comes back. We'll see, but truth is, Clay's got to play a lot better. I'll call him out for it because it's time for him to start actually performing like the player people were expecting him to be. I know the expectations might have been a little bit too high for his return from injury, but I think people expect him to be better than this, and that's how I'm going to leave it. But either way, that's been this, this, that has been this episode of the Betting Barrier Podcast here for Thursday, March 31st. Bye, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money.